So what's going on podcast, welcome back to another episode, just pour myself the fourth cup of coffee today, I think, yeah fourth, it feels like the fourth anyway, and I wanted to just record a really really sort of quick episode, but talking about a topic that I think a lot of people struggle with, and something that I struggled with, and still do sometimes, and that is comparisons, comparing ourselves to others, and I think with social media now, and this whole false reality of happiness and also a false reality of of perfectionism. We do compare ourselves to others quite often and we compare our current situation with, with other people's situations. And there's a really good quote that says, comparison is the thief of joy. And I think that it's so true that the more time we spend comparing ourselves and judging ourselves and judging our lives or our happiness on the basis of someone else, the less joy that we can actually have. And we do it so often. We compare our jobs to others. We compare our appearance to others. We compare the things that we own to others. And one of the worst habits that I ever had, and this is one of the worst sort of mindsets that I ever had, was that comparison, the comparison to other people. And it honestly really damaged my self-worth. It damaged my self-esteem. It didn't help because I was always beating myself up. And not only that, I just was never content. Whenever we're comparing ourselves to others, we're never content because we want more. And I wrote about it in in the book. Um, I wrote a chapter on it. And the title of the chapter was When Everything Is Not Enough. And it was just me constantly comparing myself to others and wanting more and everything that I had achieved to set out to achieve. I was hitting those goals, but then you know I still wasn't happy because I was always looking at other people that had more. And that constant comparison led me to never be happy and led me to never be content. And the reason why I think comparisons is, is one of the worst things that we can do when it comes to our mental health is because... We're never going to make fair comparisons. We're never going to make fair comparisons because we're simply going to compare areas that we dislike most about ourselves. It really is as simple as that. If you're really happy in your relationship, then you're not going to be comparing your relationship with anyone else's relationships. If you're really happy within your work, then you're not going to be comparing your work with other people's works. It's like me. Yes, sometimes I want more from the work that I do and I'm trying to practice being patient, but I'm super happy in my work. I'm super happy with the work that I do. So I'm never ever comparing myself to other people and saying, oh, I wish I had that career. I wish I had that job because I'm so fulfilled within that area. On the other hand, what I'm not happy about is not having a six pack. I've wanted a six pack for years and I just can't seem to get one. I think it's the fact that I'm currently staring at a piece of cake that actually seems, I can taste the cake already even though I haven't tasted the cake because cake and coffee is always a nice combination. And I, I would compare myself to someone else who has that six-pack because I it's an area of my life that I'm not happy with. Um, that's a lie, actually. I, I kind of enjoy the, the puppy rolls. But you kind of get the gist that I'm trying to make sense. If, if you're going to compare yourself, you're only going to compare areas that you're not happy within. So therefore, you're never, ever going to win. Whenever you compare yourself, you're never going to win because the comparisons you make are areas that you're feeling unfulfilled in. And it's something that we all need to kind of cut away from doing. And there's a few little ways that you can do that. 
and I'm going to kind of, you know, share a few things that help me. And hopefully, as I always do, hopefully they're going to help you. But as we've said, comparisons are probably at an all-time high because of social media. And there's a few things that we can do to kind of stop comparing ourselves to others. Now, comparisons as well, just want to kind of point this out. Comparisons can be good. Comparisons can be good. If you actually look at someone who's in a situation that you want to be in, actually comparing yourself to them, but actually using that as a fuel of motivation is a good way of doing it. So for example, if I'm not happy with not having a six pack and I see someone on Instagram who's got an amazing six pack, who's got a ripped body, who's got the physique that I want, who's physically strong and looks healthy, I might look to that person and instead of comparing myself and beating myself up and going and eat that cake, I might use that person to fuel my motivation, to actually say, if someone can achieve it, then I can achieve it too. I might start studying their posts, start looking at what they're doing. I might reach out to them and ask some advice and use that person to mirror to get to where I want to be. So we can use comparisons as a fuel of motivation, but when we're comparing ourselves to others and we're doing it in a negative way and we're lacking self-esteem because of it, that's when we need to stop. Um, there's an amazing quote I'll share a couple of quotes throughout this episode why compare yourself with others no one in the entire world can do a better job of being you than you and this is another one a flower does not think of competing with the flower next to it it just blooms so how do we break the habit of this how do we break the habit of constant comparisons and I think the first one is that you control one thing you only control one thing and that one thing that you control is you and that's the most straightforward advice that you're probably ever going to hear on a podcast but logically it's the biggest shift that you can have and I've mentioned this many times before you only have full control and full responsibility of your actions and your thoughts you can't control anyone or anything else and I always say that when we're living in the past, when we're trying to control the past, and this is what I did when dad um, took his own life, I was consistently just saying to myself, I could have done more, I should have done more, I want my dad to still be alive, I want to see my dad, I need to see my dad, and that had me living in the past, and I was trying to control a place that I would never ever be able to control, I was trying to bring my dad back. And that is merely impossible. I never would have been able to bring my dad back. I wanted to change the fact that he took his own life. I would not be able to change that right now because that happened in the past. I then found myself extremely worried about the future. I was worried. I was anxious. I wanted stuff quicker. I was worried that I couldn't get married without my dad being there. I couldn't have children without my dad being that granddad. And I was consistently fearful and living too far ahead in the future. Again, something that I cannot directly control. But as soon as I realize that the more present I can be, more living in the moment, that's the only thing that I can control, the only moment that I can control, I started to lose a lot of that depression and I started to lose a lot of that anxiety. And again, it's the most straightforward piece of advice when you think of it that way, but it's also one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do and one of the hardest things that anyone will have to do. But you have to remove the desire to control others. You have to remove the desire to control others. And if someone's got a better looking, it's terrible, where am I going with this? If someone's got a better looking partner than you have, then what can you do to control that situation? Let's use a better one, let's use a better one. If someone's got a 
better car than you have, then what can you do to control that situation? Now, in reality, the way that you can control that situation is you have to deal with that fault. You can't control that person owning that car that you want. All you can control is your perception of that person who owns the car that you want. And you have to remember, we have to take control of the thoughts that we have and the thoughts that we emphasize. We have to take control of it. So instead of thinking, I wish I had a sports car like that, my car sucks, he's probably got a hot girlfriend too, switch your way of thinking to something as simple as nice car and move on. Maybe use that car as a fuel of motivation of saying he's got a nice car, good for him, I to are going to use that as motivation to go and get that car one day whether it's going to be next year five years time ten years time i'm going to use that as motivation if not i'm going to accept it nice car hopefully he has a great life i'm going to move on it's really fine to appreciate what others have but you know as well and you have to know that you could achieve exactly the same but no one can do it for you you have to remember that you can only control that one thing you can only control yourself The second piece of advice that I would say is think about what you're grateful for. Gratitude is one of the best exercises that I did every single day. When I was coming out of that depression, when I was dealing with that anxiety, when I was in some really low points, what really helped me every morning was just waking up and writing down three things that I'm grateful for. Three things that I'm grateful for. So you have to ask yourself that question more constantly if you're finding yourself controlling or trying to control others and if you're finding yourself comparing yourself to others. What are you grateful for? And what happens is when we create when we create comparisons, we f- automatically force ourselves into a lack mindset. So we focus on what we don't have rather than the things that we do have. Again, we're not going to compare ourselves to others in areas of our lives that we're fulfilled, areas of our lives that we're happy with. So instead, what we're doing is we're comparing ourselves to others in areas of our lives that we're unhappy with. So we're naturally in that lack mindset when we're comparing ourselves. I wish I had that car. I wish I had that physique. I wish I had that job. I wish I had that relationship. We're putting ourselves into a lack mindset. So instead... Think about what you're grateful for because what gratefulness does, what gratitude does is it puts you in an abundance mindset. So instead of thinking I don't have this, I want this, it puts you in a mindset of I have this, I'm abundant, I've got enough already, I don't need anything else to make me happy. And we can be grateful for so many things that we take for granted every single day. The water you drink, the clothing you wear, the heating that you have in your house, the roof over your head, the family members that you've got, um, you know, the job that you've got. Yes, you might not have the greatest job, but at least you've got a job. The country that we live in, the amount of opportunity that we have around us, the fact that we don't have to go to war, the fact that we don't have to um you know walk five miles to go and get some fresh water there's so much there that we have to be grateful for and honestly one of the the biggest lessons that i've had in terms of in terms of gratitude is since my brother's accident my brother's accident 20 months ago around 20 months ago um a brain injury that's affected affected a lot at the beginning but now sort of 20 months later is affecting his physical movement Every time I spend time with my brother, I'm just so grateful and I beat myself up sometimes when I'm not grateful because things that I take for granted every single day, like moving all of my fingers, moving my shoulders up, moving my arms up, walking, um, you know, being able to sit, being able to stand up when I want to, being able to go to the toilet when I want to, my brother struggles with right now. He's getting better every single day and he's a complete inspiration to me in terms of his recovery. But 
I see him and things that I take for granted, the things that everyone here takes for granted every single day is something that my brother sometimes struggles with. And we have so much that we can be grateful for. And we have to just think deeply and think, what have I got that I'm so happy to be about? What have I got that I'm grateful for? Because that's going to put you in that abundance mindset and it's going to make you more positive. And on the flip side of that as well, sometimes with my brother, I I leave there and I think, you know, it's a horrible situation for him and my mum. And... I leave there sometimes just wanting, again, living in the past, wanting it to change. But then there was a time when I was driving home and as I was driving home, I saw a a, a group, there was about four of them with d- four disabled children with their four carers um, going out for a walk and I saw some of them and you know, they'd lost the ability to talk, to communicate, to move. And then I just thought, I'm so grateful that my brother can do a lot of those things. I'm so grateful that my brother can talk. My brother's got, you know, memory that's fine. He remembers every moment that we've had. He can laugh, he can joke. Um, you know, his his mental side is, is fine. I'm so grateful for all of that. I'm also so grateful that my brother's injuries as they said, you know, was so severe that he should he should be like that. He should also more likely be not alive. And I'm so grateful that he is still alive. So there's so much that we can be grateful for. And when we are grateful for what we've got rather than focusing on what we haven't got, it puts us in an abundance mindset rather than a mindset coming from lack. And then the other thing is in improving your self-worth. Because dropping the ego dropping the ego and improving our self-worth can actually really help just stop the comparisons altogether so when we're comparing ourselves it's normally because we're insecure it's normally because we lack self-esteem we don't have very good self-worth so we're looking at comparisons um or we're comparing ourselves to others more than when we have higher self-worth so instead of just thinking about I'm going to stop comparing myself to others I'm only going to control one thing I'm going to be grateful what you can actually do is actually just start working on you start working on your own self-worth start investing in you start dealing with your low self-esteem start dealing with your low self-worth start understanding yourself better start working on self-awareness because when you improve your self-worth, when you feel good about yourselves, you're not going to compare yourself to others. So as I've said, if someone's got a nicer house than me now, if someone's got a better job than me now, I don't compare myself to them because I'm happy within myself. I'm very content. I'm very accepting. I'm still driven. I still want to achieve the goals that I want to achieve, but I'm more accepting because I'm more fulfilled. I'm happier within myself. So rather than, as I used to do, compare myself to others all the time because my self-esteem was a lot lower, I've worked on myself enough and I've, you know, through through talking therapy, through um, working with Anne, she's not a counsellor, but just being able to speak to her through reading books, through trying new things, from breaking comfort zones, from doing the work that I do, every interview that I do makes me question myself even more and understand myself even more. Um, you know, from journaling, from doing all the things that I talk a lot about, it's actually helped me increase my self-worth. And because I've increased my self-worth, it's going to help me, you know, it's going to make me not compare myself to others as much as I used to. So 
there's plenty of stuff there. I would I would highly, highly just kind of really think about those things that I've touched on. We all know that comparisons aren't good. I would be more conscious of you when you're comparing yourself to others. And I would really work on those things. You know, number one is definitely stop con- trying to control other people. Stop trying to control situations that you can't control. Instead, control your perception of that situation. Really focus on gratitude. Just write down three things that you're grateful for every single morning and why then it can change to free things in the morning and free things at night. Make them different, make them very specific to you and you'll find that that will put you in an abundance mindset. Use um, comparisons as a fuel of motivation to go out and achieve more. If someone can do it, then you can do it too. And then like I said, just naturally improve your self-worth, your self-esteem and you're going to stop comparing yourself to others. The other thing as well is that a lot of times when we have social media, we um, follow a lot of people and we compare ourselves to them. Best thing to do, unfollow them. Unfollow the people that you're looking at and you're comparing yourselves to them and you're you know, lowering your self-esteem because you're doing that. Just unfollow them. Take them out of your feed. Fill yourself with positivity. Feed your mind with positivity. And again, the comparisons will naturally go. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. It's a really, really to- it's a topic that I'm a, a big believer in that we should all kind of work on, the comparisons of others. And I think it always comes back to, again, that worrying what people think of us and the ego. So please let me know what you think. Um, you can do that by screenshotting this episode. Send me a message on Facebook or on Instagram. It's just pmcgregor.com and Twitter as well. You can directly send me an email at paul at pmcgregor.com. Once again, if this has given you any value in any way or if any of the other episodes or any of the other work that I've been doing recently has given you any value, um, just taking one minute out of your day to write a rating and a review either on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher, wherever you're listening to this, would really, really be amazing. I would really appreciate the reviews that are coming in at the moment. I appreciate them. And like I said, ratings and reviews really help the exposure and awareness of this podcast. And of course, raising awareness around mental health and suicide awareness as well. Guys, I really appreciate you listening to this far. Um, Go have a great weekend and I'll chat to you all very, very soon.